the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good sir, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. And this is not a four-finger pour. It's not a three-finger pour. Really, it's about a one-finger pour on this hashtag Tequila Thursday kind of matchup because we got a couple of explosive offenses set to take the field tonight, the city of brotherly love, and we need to embrace a pick on the side and the total between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yar, me mateys. A uh, line here, Lundy, uh, Philly catching catching six and a half at a total of 52 and a half so give me a pick on the side in a game score prediction my man ah i will uh, i'm gonna go all about the eggles uh in mm-hmm. this one not because they win uh but i believe that they cover and i believe we're gonna tuck under give me 28 23 tampa Oh, I like that one. Uh, I'm actually going to take the over here on the 52 and a half. I think it's going to be a scoring bonanza. Uh, I think you're right in that Philadelphia is going to at least, at a minimum, keep this thing close. I'm not going to pick them straight up, but give me Tampa Bay 30, Philadelphia 27. So 57 total. And yes, I'm going to take the Eagles plus the six and a half, which should be an exhilarating, exciting, exuberant uh, game from start to finish. So sit back. Pour that on Yeho Neat and enjoy it, my friends. Uh, this should be a dandy of a matchup. With that, let's get to it on this hashtag Tequila Thursday. Bartender, bartender, daddy's thirsty. Pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, Lenny, let's go ahead and dive in on various player prop offerings. And for those of you that have been uh, following the old spreadsheet, I think I'm up to 11 bets i may have a slight problem <laughs> in this game i'm so hey, excited it's not about a, it it's not a problem it's a career okay oh, no, that's true. it's not that is true. It's, it's part of what we do for a living yeah. and therefore i will not allow those in the social <laughs> media channels to make me feel guilty for my chosen profession yeah that is uh, entirely the case so look if you want to oh, and, and i absolutely have a problem oh well I mean, there's no doubt about it i mean i totally own up to it but it's all in moderation you know, we, you stick to your budget, you stick to your strategy and your game plan, and good things usually come. At least I'm up 50 units for now. I'm going to piss it all away tonight. But by the way, if you want to check out that spreadsheet, uh, it is always for free because I never put a damn pick behind a paywall because I don't know everything, at Noisy Huevos. And one of the picks on that spreadsheet is this one right here. Miles Sanders under 63.5 total yards. Pull this one at BetMGM at minus 111. Uh, Lundy, Miles Sanders is in a full-blown committee right now uh, with Kenneth Gainwell. When they do actually run the ball, really, Jalen Hurts is a part of this ground RBBC, uh, if you think about it, because Hurts is getting right around seven to nine attempts every single week. Uh, Sanders cannot say as much. He's only averaging 9.6 attempts per game on the ground. Now, he has carved out a little bit larger than expected role in the pass game. Remember, he only caught right around 56% of his intended looks a season ago, so he's shown some improvement in that area, but he is a puke-inducing RB41 in yards after contact per attempt, and no one is running on the Buccaneers. Uh, Tampa giving up 3.17 yards per carry, 37.4 rush yards per game. Hell, like uh, we mentioned on the podcast yesterday, they've only yielded four runs of 10 or more yards 
So pull it all together, unless Sanders, you know, breaks off a big one through the air, I don't see how he comes remotely close to this. So, again, give it the under 63.5 total yards for the Eagles running back minus 111 at bet MGM. Fader, follow. Um, I will follow, but I'll tell you what, Brad, this makes me nervous because of him catching one and breaking it for like 23, 24 yards. And all of a sudden, yeah, and it is exactly what he needs to have happen in order to get over this number, because you're right. It's not really going to happen on the ground. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen like in the screen game. Um, But he's certainly capable of doing it. So I'm going to follow because I think the trends, I think the defense of Tampa, everything points towards this happening. But if he breaks one first, second quarter, whew, we're going to be sweating. <laughs> oh, man, a better apply an extra layer of Old Spice, my friend. Uh, this one's going to come down to the bitter end. Number four. All right, uh, cue the melon camp. Drop that quarter of the old jukebox. It hurts so good. Come out, jail and make it hurt so good. Maybe we get some hurts to hurts. Action, is it hurt so good or is it going to be hurt so good tonight? Well, regardless, I'm going to side with the quarterback here on this wager. Give me the over, a 1.5 passing TDs uh, for the second-year quarterback out of the University of Alabama and the University of Oklahoma. Uh, It is juiced up, uh, but I'm willing to pay it. Now, I got in early at this. I got it at minus 130 on DraftKings. Uh, The best juice in the industry right now across legal sportsbooks, FanDuel at minus 154, and I still think it's worth a ticket. Why? Well, you know, Tampa did get Jamel Dean back last week, so that is one shot in the arm, but they're not fully vaccinated uh, from uh, the uh, injury imp, if you will, here in the secondary. I've got to be down a couple of additional DBs uh, this week. So, you know, you got Richard Sherman there, who's given up uh, right around an 83% catch rate. Ross Cockrell, highly exploitable out of the slot. Uh, and Dean is their best cover corner. You know, quite respectable output that he has posted this season, right around a 60 passer rating to his assignments. Uh, but I think Hurts, you know, there's a potential here for scoreboard chasing. And even when Tampa's had a full complement, of uh, starters in that defensive secondary. They've st- still been vulnerable to uh, passing touchdowns. They've given up 2.6 per game on the season, 319.2 pass yards per contest, and 7.16 pass yards per attempt. Uh, I think Hurts will get over this yet again, much like he did last week, uh, although I think he did it on the ground last week, not through the air. Indeed, he did. But we're just talking about two passing touchdowns. I think he gets there, and a little early bonus time. I think he goes over 282.5 pass yards on that prop. I pulled at DraftKings as well. But for the sake of this exercise, fade or follow, Hurts over 1.5 passing TDs, minus 154 at FanDuel. I will take the over on the passing touchdowns. I also kind of like the yardage prop that you just threw out there, but I'll definitely take the over on the passing touchdowns. He's gone over this total passing-wise in three out of the five games this season. Um, As you said, he didn't do it last week. He had two on the ground. Um, He didn't do it through the air, but he did have the couple of touchdowns. But, oh, Brad, coming up a little later, it will be Ertz so good for yours truly. Oh, a little sneak peek there. Uh, Just a cherry on top of the Sunday, Jalen Hurts. A not-too-shabby ranking inside the top 12 in red zone completion percentage. Again, two TDs minimum through the air. Number three. All right, moving on. Should you get down with Brown as in Antonio Brown? Uh, this is a line I locked in when it first came out on the over 58.5 receiving yards. Pulled it at FanDuel. FanDuel still has the lowest line in the industry, but it's crept up five yards to 63.5 at minus 114. And I'm still over on this, Lundy. 
I mean, Antonio Brown has uh, cruised past this number consistently. Uh, three of four games this season. He's averaging 7.3 targets per game, five receptions per contest, 81.3 yards per game. I know where you're saying Philadelphia uh, has been stout against the pass, and that is indeed true. They've only given up a 6.62 YPA and the seventh fewest fantasy points in the wide receiver position. Only three wideouts have gone over this number against them. Uh, but Brown likely to see the weaker link in this secondary and Steven Nelson, who's allowed a 90.4 passer rating. So most often, that's going to be his adversary across the line. So for me, I think Brown can get there, man. It, you know, uh, This is going to be kind of a preview. Well, I, I didn't have this in the fade five. I'll just give it to you now. Tom Brady, I think tonight, throws three touchdowns. I do believe that. I got it at plus odds earlier in the week. I know he's got the bum thumb, but he's still going to get out there and spin it. Uh, And as a result, I think Brown's going to catch one of those TDs, and one of them could be on explosive pass play, which will surge him past his 63.5 receiving yards total. So fade or follow, Antonio Brown over 63.5 yards, available at FanDuel at minus 114. Really like this one. I like him getting up over. Obviously, you know, I I liked it earlier this week at fifty eight and a half, yeah. but I still yeah. like it at the sixty three and a half. You talked about that being the lowest right now uh, at FanDuel. DraftKings got him at sixty four and a half. A little extra yard tossed in there, but I think he gets. Uh, I think he clears seventy, Brad. So I'm okay with the bump that's happened over the course of the week. Again, obviously, we like the insurance policy of being much lower, but I think he's going to get to seventy. And I'm with you. I I think there's going to wind up being somewhere between twenty five and thirty of that on one catch yeah um, I could see him having a big explosive play uh, get, uh, Philly giving up that kind of play to him and he winds up with half the yardage total that we need uh, just on one play so I uh, like this one a lot like I said I think he gets north of 70 I think he if you're doing a you know a, a simple Thursday night DFS lineup I think you want him as one of your guys and Brown will definitely get the yards tonight Ooh, maybe roll the dice and go full captain mode with Antonio Brown tonight in DFS that's a spicy little meatball Stick around for our top plays on Thursday Night Football, plus a smorgasbord of sports and other wagers in bonus time. Number two. All right, back to TNF and back to the Buccaneers. And let's talk about, uh, is it Lombardi Lenny? Is it played off Lenny? No, it was lucrative Lenny for you backers last week who listened to the pod. And I'm going to go back to that well, but in a different category give me Leonard Fournette over three and a half catches minus 136 also pulled at FanDuel Sportsbook now you look at what Fournette has done uh, over the last couple of games uh, he's played at least 67 percent of the snaps and has ran a combined 46 routes over that two game span Lundy uh, 10 targets in total, seven receptions went over and one went under in the other. He's been over this, though, in three of five games. Uh, he is the volume king right now in this backfield, rendering Ronald Jones uh, you know, irrelevant, really. And you're going to get some Gio Bernard in here. We're going to have a pick on him upcoming. But I think Fournette can get to four receptions tonight. Uh, you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they're giving up 5.6 receptions per game to the running back position. And just in general, they've been vulnerable to RBs overall. 4.46 yards per carry, 147.8 total yards per game, four combined touchdowns. So I'm going to follow the volume here. Uh, I'm going to follow the trend as well on all those routes. I think Fournette will find a way to snag four balls through the air and push this over total. So fade or follow 
Leonard Fournette over three and a half catches, minus 136 at FanDuel. Uh, I will follow, but I'm telling you, this thing keeps getting juiced up, and that just makes it less appealing to me. I want to, I want to, I want to pair it together with something. I need to parlay to be able to get the juice down. Um, but I do think that he will get the four catches because, again, they keep sending him out on routes, you know. And eventually, yeah. you know, if Fournette could be over there on the sideline, like, you know, yo, I'm not going to get out here and start running these routes if you're not going to throw me the ball. So <laughs> they keep throwing him the ball. Uh, Squeaky wheel winds up getting it, and I think they have found ways to utilize him in that passing game, which is really smart. I think it's a big part of what Tampa's trying to do offensively as they go through the season. So I like this. I think he can get to four catches. Might be sweating a little bit. Might be sweating a little bit, but I think he gets to four. Never in a billion years, a couple of years ago, would I have uh, foreseen uh, that Leonard Fournette would have developed into the tacky-handed receiver that he's become. Like, it's just bizarre, but here we are, and I'm backing him for that over on three and a half catches. Number one. All right, let's go to one of the tag team partners in this Royal Rumble backfield for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, How about Giovanni Bernard? Mwah! Give me the over on a 12 and a half receiving yards. Yes, I have to talk like I'm a Mario. Uh, but I think he's going to hit on this. Uh, and, Lundy, if you want to pair it together in the same gamer, uh, I also like the over on his one-and-a-half receptions prop as well. And that was way juiced up earlier in the week where I locked it in, of course. It got as high as minus 170. I got a minus 160. I saw a DraftKings, if you just want to get the Bernard individual bet on the over on catches, it's minus 140 at tape time. I jump all over that, and I may hammer it again, but I really like the over here on 12.5 receiving yards as well. You know, Gio is averaging 10.5 routes per game. Uh, he is only playing about a quarter of the team's snaps. But, I mean, you look at what he has done. He's caught at least two balls in every single game that he is suited up in, uh, which is four in total. And he's you know, consistently getting past this yardage amount as well. So if you don't want to pay up the juice on the receptions uh, and you think he's going to get two, then you might as well take the receiving yards over 12.5, which is just minus 110 at Caesar Sportsbook. And as I mentioned before, Philadelphia, they have allowed 5.6 receptions per game to the running back position. So uh, are you going to do a little ah, chef's a kiss uh, for Giovanni Bernard on the over 12.5 receiving yards? Fade or follow. No, I'm waiting for Mario to get eaten by the mushrooms or whatever here because <laughs> somebody I, say mushrooms. <laughs> like, I need. Let's uh, go. <laughs> I, I really need that absolutely horrendous impression that you're doing to come to a to come to a screeching halt. Uh, yes, I like this one uh, as well, and this is not one of the ones that I think we're going to be sweating. I, I think he's going to be comfortably over this number. So I mentioned there's a few of the player props that you know could be fourth quarter, might be pooling up a little bit, uh, but this I don't think is one of them. I, I like it, and I like the correlation you've got with the uh, with a couple of catches to go along with it. So I think this could be a solid bet, good same game parlay numbers you can put together here for him uh, with his uh, with his receptions, yards, and uh, overall catches. Oh, somebody say same game parlay? Oh, I'm going to work one of those in here in a minute and get your pad <laughs> of paper and a pen ready because it is a multi-legger. Let's do it, Luddy. Bonus time! What else you got in Thursday Night Football? I know you got some hockey action as well, probably some baseball too, so please share. Well, I shared the baseball yesterday. I said, "Look, I'm taking I'm taking the Giants. Maybe it's a little bit just because I'm kind of kind of rooting against the Dodgers, to be honest with you." <laughs> uh, so, but I like I like San Francisco on the money line. Uh, Logan Webb's going to be back on the bump again. I know that all the pitching uh, in this contest is going to be on a short leash. Obviously, these managers know this is a winner take all game. Uh, so, if somebody looks even remotely like they're out of sync, they're going to get yanked. But uh, I like Logan Webb being back out there uh, again. I like the fact that San Francisco is at home. Uh, so. 
the Giants on the money line right now are a minus 105. On the ice tonight, I'll take the plus odds for the Kraken to get their first victory. They are in Music City. They are taking on the Preds. Uh, and I know that Nashville made the playoffs last year, but Nashville was really one of the poster uh, child for uh, inconsistency over the course of the NHL season last year. And I think that they continue to be dealing with some of those problems as this season starts. I expect that. So give me the Kraken to pick up their first victory on the money line. It's a plus 105 uh, on that one. Then I said that for me, Brad, it doesn't hurt so good. It hurts so good for me. Uh, I am going to take Zach Ertz over on the 43 and a half receiving yards at minus 115 at DraftKings. And let's put a cherry on top with an anytime yeah. touchdown at plus 225. That's the payday on Ertz to splash it. Why? Mm. Well, because the Bucks are generous when it comes to the tight end position. They're actually giving up uh, right around nine or ten targets per game and certainly plenty of catches. If you go back two weeks ago, that game against uh, New England, uh, the two touchdowns, uh, yeah, those were both tight ends that New England managed to get. It was uh, Hunter Henry and Jonu Smith combining for 46 yards and both touchdowns. Uh, Higby, the week prior to that, five catches for 40. Uh, Pitts, of course, had the five catches for 73, did not find uh, the end zone. And then you go all the way back to week one where uh, Dalton Schultz and Blake Jarwin combined for nine catches and 65. So I think Ertz can get over the 43 and a half receiving yards because I think Hertz is going to have to throw it. And I said, I, I think plus 225 on an anytime touchdown out of Zach, I'll take it. And one more for tonight. Oh, come on, Brad, let's correlate our previous yeah. conversation shall we Antonio Brown over 22 and a half for his longest reception Ooh, oh yeah that's a fantastic little synergy there uh with Antonio Brown that's a great call there I, I think you're right on Hertz uh to Ertz as well all right uh let's go ahead and work on a couple of bonuses for me uh, give me the overall Devontae Smith 70.5 receiving yards a man that's logged 22.8 percent of the team's target share he's number nine in total areas and believe it or not number four in unrealized areas I think more of those areas tonight are going to be realized he's been over this in three of five uh and Tampa again depleted overall four guys have crossed this mark against them this season my cousin Mike Evans over 65.5 receiving yards he has been a targets hog here uh, on the season nine targets per game is what he's averaged he's also averaged 78.6 receiving yards per game cruising past this proposed line and four straight I gotta get big play Darius Slay who's been relatively unforgiving to the opposition, giving up a 66.7 pass rating to his assignments. But I think Evans will get his. And here we go, Lundy. I'm going to go as fast as I can on this. So you might want to, you know, slow this sucker down to make my voice sound like this. Ten-leg, same-game parlay I put together at DraftKings. Here it is. Give me the over on 48.5 in the game. Give me Tom Brady to throw two or more touchdowns. Give me Jalen Hurts to throw at least one touchdown. Give me Tom Brady. 250-plus pass yards. Give me Jalen Hurts. 255-plus pass yards. Give me Miles Sanders. Under, under 49-and-a-half rush yards. Uh, give me Devontae Smith. Over 59-and-a-half yards. Give me Leonard Fournette. Over 14-and-a-half receiving yards. Give me Gio Bedard over nine. That's it. Nine receiving yards. And give me, again, my cousin, Mike Evans, over 55 receiving yards. You hit all ten legs, baby. That's eight to one plus eight. 
hundred. How about them apples, baby? I'm impressed you fit all of that in into the pod without like uh, losing track of what you were. I was expecting to suddenly hear like a uh, an RBI prop out of the game tonight. <laughs> Good heavens, throwing all kinds of stuff in there. But hey, eight to one odds on a same game, Brad. If it's anything like how the last about ten days have gone for me, yep. if I follow you on that one, we'll go nine out of ten because I have missed same game parlays for the last ten days by one oh. leg more times than I can count, and I'm tired of it. Let's get a winner tonight. Yeah, let's shake off that curse, damn it. We need a winner, no doubt, at plus 800. And that is a wrap on this edition of the Feed the Noise podcast. Please follow Lundy on Twitter, at Nate Lundy. Follow me and all of my terrible takes uh, on the Bird Box as well, at Noisy Juevos. Drop us a rating and a review, which it kindly really helps out our show tremendously. And as always, until next time, Feed or follow, that is up to you. Feed the noise.